Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hey Bethel, it's Sarah again. Thank you for coming along for the ride as we cruise through Paul's second installment of words to the church at Corinth. As we head into chapter 8, Paul has just finished bragging on the church and celebrating how far they've come. Now he does a little bragging on the Macedonian church. Macedonia is the area where Berea, Philippi, and Thessalonica are. He's not bragging to rub in how awesome and better the Macedonians are, rather to spur on the Corinthians to join in the generosity. This is what he says about them. In verse 2, he begins, For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. And you might be tempted to skim over that. Okay, life was hard, but they had a good attitude and ended up being generous. Cool. Not so fast. Let's slow down and really look at some of the words Paul uses. The phrase, severe test of affliction, could be translated also as many trials of being under pressure. Can any of you relate? Life is just more intense when it's not going our way. And they're going through a trial by fire to test what they're made of. The last year kind of comes to mind for me. The next phrase is abundance of joy. That could also be read as excess, abundant, superfluous joy. More joy than they even needed, like joy plus leftovers. They're going to combine their abundance of joy with their extreme poverty. And when it says extreme, that's the word for deep, like really deep. Depths of the ocean, deep poverty. Let me just stop a minute and let's reflect on that formula. Severe trial plus extra joy plus poverty equals what again? Generosity? Am I missing something? I mean, severe trial plus extreme poverty normally equals crisis in my experience. So I guess it's good they had leftover joy. But it gets even better. My translation says wealth of generosity. Wealth just means wealth, riches. But the word generosity is so much bigger. Ready to get into the weeds? Well, I hope so, because we're kind of already there. Okay, we're learning some Greek today. Everybody say it with me, haplates. One more time, haplates. It's translated generosity in the ESV, liberality in others. But when you look at the definition, it's so much deeper. It can be considered as simplicity, mental honesty, sincerity, unpretentiousness, without hypocrisy, openness of heart, not self-seeking. I mean, generosity is a good translation, but it just scratches the surface. So the Macedonians had it hard, but they had this abundant joy. And in their circumstance of being dirt poor, their hearts didn't have room for being fake. They wanted to share whatever they could scrape together to be a blessing to others. Wow. I want to be that church. I want to be that person, don't you? There's something about being at the end of our tether, being weak, poor, and vulnerable, and experiencing God's goodness 
that just opens the heart. I know that's where I've been when God has worked most powerfully in my life. There was this summer when we lived in Japan. I was eight months pregnant with Juliet. It was August, and the weeds in our backyard were up to my knees. I had a two-year-old and a five-year-old, and I was just done. Our pastor's wife generously offered to come with her kids and weed our backyard. I'm talking about the worst, least rewarding, dusty job in the heat and humidity of Japan in August. It was honestly a struggle to even go out and talk to them. I was tired, uncomfortable, hormonal, and on the verge of tears. But I would have moved mountains for them too. I felt so completely loved because I knew I couldn't do it. And here they were, in my place, doing the hard work I was responsible for, but just couldn't do. Kind of like Jesus, who came in my state of sinfulness, my rightly earned death penalty, and he went through the dirty work of dying on the cross so I could be free of that sin. That's what causes hoplates. They see their need for Jesus, and now they have Jesus, and they've given themselves to God because of it. How about you? Are you all in? Are you ready to give yourself to God and then to others, like it says in verse 5? This chapter has so much more we could dive into, and I hope you do. But thanks for joining me in the weeds for a bit. Would you join me now in prayer? Jesus, we are all at the depths of spiritual poverty without you. May Heplates generosity find expression in our hearts in the midst of our trials of being under pressure when we're at the end of our tethers. And may all the glory go to you. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.